fellow citizens, welcome to the Better Hero Cast, where I sit down with the better heroes. Between us, there's about a century of hero study. We're going to get into the modern mythological titans of our era, from superheroes to zombie killers. Uh, we're going to get down. I'm here with our host, Chris Gast of the Gast Hole, a.k.a. the Better Hero Room, a.k.a. the Better Hero Bunker, and Jordan at the original Zero, a seasoned vet of podcasts on this topic and related topics and similar topics and other topics. I am Matt Crocomo at Matthew J. Better, a writer and health student trying to maximize the human experience, and here we are, of course, studying heroes. Oh, so shit, I came here thinking it was the Alien Resurrection cast. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Son of a bitch. That's right. I came to the wrong cast. I do have those notes, I think. I went in, <laughs> I went deep. Yeah. I went deep in the last we week. Were, we were going to talk about the hybrid. Just yeah. in about case the hybrid. Up again. Yeah. Yeah, that weird-looking creature. It was, it, you know, uh, it was actually Ron Perlman upside down. It was they used his chin. Yeah. <laughs> for, the, for the animatronics. I hate how they think I sucked into space. Yeah, that always just, freaked me out. Just sucked out. Like as a young. kid, because I remember I was a little bit younger when I watched that movie. That yeah. freaked me because it went out a little out like, like a, a little tiny hole. little hole. And yeah, it was all squirted like out like a except for hole. the skull. The skull just got. Uh, oh yeah, that's yeah. right. This, the, the skull rest just the got goes, whomp, and it drops. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the exoskeleton all made it out too. But yeah, the skull, <laughs> the skull remained. Well, actually, it didn't have an exoskeleton. It was all. It was, oh, that was the weird thing about it. It was like it had skin. The fleshy, the human fleshy alien. That was the creepiest thing ever. Um, so we're starting off uh, talking about zombie films. Yeah. And our favorite zombie films. Well, this is being prompted by The Walking Dead's return this Sunday. So uh, we figured we'd give a topic. Uh, just kind of breaking down our, our, our top five. Since you brought it up, do you want to go first? Well, the, the movie for me that stuck out zombie film-wise was uh, Day of the Dead. Um, George Romero's Day of the Dead. And the reason why it stands out is because I was about... Eight, seven or eight, and my mother made me sit through that movie. Have you ever what? seen that? Have you ever oh, watched yeah. that movie? I've, I've, I've seen it several times. Which one's Day of the Dead? It's the one where they're underground. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I remember in that, that military base. That. And the 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 special effects for that movie yeah, they were, were incredible. Real intestines. Yes. Nice. Yes. Yeah. That was the third Romero Night of the Living yes. Dead movie. Correct? Right. Yeah. It, that movie and Fire in the Sky. I don't know if you've ever seen yeah, Fire I, in the Sky. Those two yeah. movies traumatized the absolute yeah. shit out of me as a kid. But Day of the Dead now. Then I was upset that my mother made me watch it, and I think I slept in like beside their bed for days after that. <laughs> That's funny. However, it, I'm happy that I did because I absolutely now love that movie um, as an adult. <clears throat> That's what kind of got me into the zombie film because, or zombie films, because I, it was something that scared me so much as a kid that now as an adult I just absolutely love it. And Walking Dead kind of. Well, actually, I think Zombieland, but uh, the uh, uh, Walking Dead kind of brought that back out of me again. I'm so excited about zombie, you know, film and shows and everything else. Um, but I love that movie. I love the original um, Dawn of the Dead. The, yeah. The, the the Dawn of the Dead that was remade. It, it was okay. I I'm a fan of zombies that walk. I don't like zombies <laughs> that run. I mean, I, and it's not new fear about it. It's just I just don't like. That. Seems against what a zombie is. It absolutely, yeah. And I, I, I feel differently. Um, I, I feel, but it has to be done right. It can't just be zombies running at you. There has to be some sort of tension. And I kind of like the whole idea that someone becomes a a, a zombie, but it, they don't decompose necessarily. But their their mind is gone, and they just turn into these flesh eating cannibals. Right. You know. 
Right. Um, I, I I'm I'm down with the running zombie also as long as it's done right. Twenty twenty eight days later definitely makes my list. Yeah. It's probably my number two. I would say probably behind the original Dawn of the Dead, which has that Romero magic. And I mean, what's great? I mean, I love Dawn of the Dead because it's just the you managed to fill like. It felt like nearly three hours. This is a long movie with just mm-hmm. four humans, basically, you're following. Um, I'm sure we'll touch on that a little bit more. But as far as the running zombies go, uh, I mean, I like how... Um, God, who, who did that movie 28 Days Later? It was, uh, that it was, was uh, uh, Danny Boyle. Was Danny Boyle, yeah, yes, yes, yes. And... I mean, he did a good job yeah. kind of taking, a, at the time, a beat genre and really... I, I didn't he, to, putting some life into it uh, yeah, ironically uh, enough I wasn't enough. going for that but yeah I, you know put some life into it I like the running zombies I like you know the fact that they're they're powered by pure rage I mean it's, it's, that idea is a little, criticized by some yeah. people a little hokum but I thought they did it excellent Twen- uh, the Dawn of the in that movie too oh that my was, god oh my god yeah. Killian Murphy everybody they were yeah. it was that was a beautiful film and the shots like, that they were and, able and to Brandon, get for that movie yeah. the Gleason. dead streets and everything you know is that the older, the older man, yes. and the father? Yeah, yeah, that was he was. Yeah, it was yeah. a great performance. I, I, the, the, the shot that still sticks out for me is where they were, they were going through that. Um, it was like a, I guess it was a rundown farmhouse, I think. Mm-hmm. But, it, but where the, the blood drops into his eye. Yep. I thought of that as yeah. As yeah. soon as you said the, old, the the guy's name, and I was pretty sure that's who you were talking about. I pictured the that little droplet just bloop. Which is yeah. like, oh. One of the things I like about that movie that kind of set the stage for. Um, the Walking Dead was was really having the the moments of uh, of I wouldn't say levity, but but having because the film wasn't funny, but having those somber moments where you get to know these people outside of conflict. Yeah, the world's gone to shit, but in their travels, they're bonding and having mm-hmm. one day they go out on a picnic and and it kind of the character driven, the right. dynamics developing. And when I read The Walking Dead books that's one of the things that I, I like is that you know there's there's time away from you know, it's not just like these people are miserable yeah. in, in everything and, and then that movie showed that or that storytelling was there to show that uh you know people can can find peaceful moments in in an apocalypse yeah and i, I really i really like that that's one of the things i like about the, the walking dead books um and that made me a fan um yeah i mean that's one of the things that re- that how these stories reflect on our own lives. I mean, all these right. things are basically funhouse mirror versions of the world that we live in. You know, people are zombies. You know, that's an easy enough connection to make, but finding that respite amidst the chaos and the terror and the horror, like that, and the the the, the way that that was pulled off and the way it focused on the characters. And, the, and you know, Killian Murphy starts off as, you know, kind of a weakling, and then he, he moves on and he ends up being, you know, the badass by the end of the movie, right. even though he's still like a scrawny little guy taking on, you know, <laughs> Teal Team Seal Team Six, like it's nuts, and it was. But you still bought it. it was, well, I think they were the SAS. Yeah, I guess it would have been right. <laughs> but uh, it's perfect character development. Yeah, perfect. But um, the Dawn of the Dead remake is the first movie since that that had the running zombies, and you don't no. see them too much. And I mean, that movie was very well made. I mean, it was what it set out to be. You know, instead of but instead of, it was it's not a great. Film, I wouldn't right. say it was. It, it has was good moments. Very though. well made. It has and good they, moments. They brought something new to the zombie. I thought it got a little ridiculous looked, with that did. whole baby zombie thing. That was yeah. ridiculous, but it was also a new thing to the genre. Yeah. And I like that. It just wasn't. I don't know. The baby should have eaten its way out. Of I the remember stomach. people yes. telling me about it because they had seen it before. I think my parents have went to see it before I did, and they mentioned that to me. My mom, she's a big fan of zombies and things. That's you know that's how I got into it. 
Um, but she even thought that was kind of ridiculous. It was almost like one of those things that you go the around. It's, it's one of those things that's um, uh, 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 something that travels fast and easy. Yeah. Oh, well, I went to see yeah, this movie. There's a baby viral. zombie in there. Like, it's well, back then, yeah, and there was nothing forward. going on back then. But yeah. it's like people were like, oh, wow, there's a baby zombie Word in there. Mouth. What? Word yeah. of mouth. There you go. Word yeah. of mouth. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, well. A baby zombie wouldn't have teeth, so I guess that would be that. that people would criticize oh, it either yeah. way. No teeth and no real fingernails, but but still, I, I I still thought the imagery of a pregnant woman chained up with you know the, the, this guy you know who still wants has hope that his kid yeah. can be born. I think and, it was Mickey Pfeiffer. Yeah. He's pretty solid. Yeah, Mackay Pfeiffer. Mackay Pfeiffer sounds a lot better. Um, probably doesn't like <laughs> Mickey. Sorry, bro. Uh, and then um, <laughs> uh, Matthew Frewer, his his um his cameo in Max Headroom. Um, that was so sad. Oh, he was the guy yeah, in the, the building dad. across the way. Yeah. Well, no. It, well, when they first kind of get to the mall, they have the the people to come back, and he he had been bit, and his you know the daughter has to see oh, I him. All yeah. about him. Oh, I remember yeah. that guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He had um like a beard or something, right? No, he's he, like like you said, he's the guy that played Max Headroom. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Yeah, now I know what about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Lumberman okay. too. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Because they they had the uh, I forget who who was it like was Ed it? Harris or something in the first one. Someone no, or, uh... was it Randy Quaid? Maybe. But um, yeah, they they're like yeah yeah his face is burned so he's a different guy now. We're gonna give him vocal surgery. Um, Zombieland was another one that had yeah. running zombies in it. Yes, it well it had running and shambling. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. I guess what do they yeah, say? It's like the different beer? levels of decomposition. Yeah. Yeah. Even yeah. Bother. Yeah. Right, they're kind of they, yeah. Sometimes they, and they, I think yeah. season one of Walking Dead had faster zombies in it. it, it uh, well, I'm talking about the TV show, of course. Yeah. Oh, they had they a faster were fresher too, and that's why. Yeah, I, well, I think that's I think that's, I think that's something they've done throughout that season yeah. is make sure they're a little more decomposed and frayed. I think we've talked about that either on or off the air at some point. Well, now that they're not, um, they're not such a uh, an, a, threat. a threat to the group now. I mean, in the show, mm-hmm. that's what I think we talked about that last time. A little bit, yeah, yeah. Which I was, which I'm fine with. A lot of people aren't. Yeah, I remember you mentioning that um, you watched episodes pre Negan, and you were like, "How did the show? I can't <laughs> yeah. even remember this show without Negan. How do yeah. you not have Negan? Well, right. dead. <laughs> yeah, Negan. Was well, a, like, yeah. well, and then I went on my tangent about how they they could have made the governor a better villain, but yeah. they, they did not. Yeah, did true. Justice. Um, Similar to what he, you know, his his menace in the comics was a lot yeah. more. I don't know. I I'm thinking that back then they didn't know what they could get away with on the show. Yeah. But with this whole Negan thing, they must have really done their homework because well, yeah. what they've gotten been, away with that. May have been reception. May have been people, more people like me. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah. That were, I'd like that to see the the they're test. Going, they ruined the governor. <laughs> well, so like I talked to my family, like my my grandmother as an example. She loves the show, and we have conversations about it. And she it, like absolutely hates Negan. So she'll, she'll watch well, the show and well. yell at Negan on the television set. Meanwhile, as Negan's saying things, I'm laughing at it. Yeah. And I, I don't know, I don't know so, if that makes me a kind of a disgusting person. Well, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But I, but my mom is like, I hate Negan. It's kind of like a heel funny. in wrestling. You know, when yeah, you have yeah. a heel in wrestling, right. and they're supposed to be the bad guy, but you can kind of enjoy yeah. their screen presence and the exactly, time they're yeah. in. You're marveling at the anti-hero. Or you know, in, in DC, like you know, when you when you when you saw the Dark Knight, um, um, Dark Knight um, Returns. No, uh, it's just the Dark Knight. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna, when you see the Dark Knight, you were kind of rooting for the Joker a little bit because he was just such a an interesting villain. And I mean, he blows up a hospital. There's nothing to like about right, that. But, yeah, yeah. but he's it, like that whole scene of him walking out and fumbling oh, with the yeah. That was supposedly ad libbed a bit too. I believe. Yes, it was. Yeah. God. But you know, it's just like it's Jeffrey D. Morgan has a fantastic performance, a fantastic mm-hmm. presence as Negan. 
Um, and he really captures a lot of what makes the character great in the comics. And it's also great that he's, his, I mean, a villain with, like, an ethos and, yeah. a, uh, you know, a reason for what he's doing. Like, he, I mean, he's, he's, he is, I would say, a true anti-hero, I think, just because he really, I think, I mean, granted, he's kind of selfish taking all the lives, but he's also trying to establish, like, order. And he, I think he sees, take, in, yeah. in some kind of way, maybe he's just, you know, taking a hold of morality conveniently for himself, but he's trying to maintain this order in this society, and this is how he sees it to be. Well, the question that always pops when I'm talking to, to people about Negan, or, of course, on Facebook, social media, people always ask the question of, why don't his people uprise against him? And why don't they just take Negan down and just do their own thing? Well, because and I they're... think the simple point is is that Negan is a very, I think he's just a great leader. And yeah. he probably saved a lot of those people yeah. from really hard times, kind of like how he's doing right now with Rick's group. I mean, There are Rick's a lot of people group... within his group that have it good. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. why would you take him out? I mean, you know. And I think he's almost, he, it seems like he could almost have it set up where it's like a Hydra, where even if he did get killed, one of his lieutenants would step well, up that's and fill that role. Well, part of it is, is his people believe that they are him. Yeah. You know, yeah. He's, he's more than, he's, he, you become a symbol. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I didn't go over my favorite zombie movies. I'll knock that out real quick. I would say my favorite are uh, Savini's remake of Night of the Living Dead. Followed yeah, by the, the Romero one. Yeah. Uh, but Savini's one, I love how it kind of flips the ending. Yeah, I like head. how it's not just a shot-for-shot shot remake like yeah. Us Man Sand Psycho. Like, and, and they stayed true to that for three-fourths of the movie, more or less. What's Savini's Night of the Living Dead? What is it's that? the color remake from uh, the oh, 80s. It's yeah. very, very good. You know what? I don't know if I've actually ever... I mean, as a kid, I might have sat there. I have to go back and watch Yeah, that. It's, it's worth a watch. Yeah, yeah. It's worth a watch. In the end, they get a little more commando. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, really? It's pretty cool what they do. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, interesting. It's, it's not as hopeless of an ending as uh, Night of the Living Dead is. Um, okay. But I, I still I still like the, the commentary from the original Night of the Living Dead. And, and that, that's, you know, it's a, a very bleak ending. But Savini's is, is, is not, but it is. It's. I don't want to. If you if you need to rewatch it, I'm not going to say much because it'll take away some of the punch. Okay. Um, then my other three favorites are actually uh, 28 Days Later, which we talked about already, Excellent. and uh, Zombieland and Shaun of the Dead, which is really a fantastic zombie movie that you know everybody really thinks about being a, a comedy first and foremost. But you know, going back to what I said about 28 Days Later is people finding enjoyment in the, in, in the apocalypse. Right. You know, in Shaun of the Dead, they kind of do just by being idiots. But, yeah. right. you know, it's uh, um, definitely a, uh, a, uh, a different take on the, on the, on the genre. And I mean, it's a magical thing when you can completely blend two genres. Yes. It's 100% a comedy and 100% a zombie slasher. And Zombie yeah. Land like was the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. Like those two really and, pulled that off beautifully. A lot of similar beats easy. where you had characters that were, you know, kind of, there was some tragedy in there. Like yeah. Shaun of the Dead has a very kind of tragic ending. And, um, you know, like in, in Zombie Land, the ending, you find out that, uh, uh, we had also this character who was what Tennessee, but you find out it wasn't his dog; it was his son. Oh right, died. yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. They, they like Twinkies. Yeah, <laughs> right, you know, exactly. Was... Yeah, I mean anything. I, I need pathos to be in anything, like you know, comedy, yeah. horror. I don't care, action. Like you need to have at least some parts where it goes deep. You get that? Like I don't want it to just be. Cheap. It has a little heart. I don't want it to be cheap, shallow all the way through. I don't right. want to just be watching right. SNL. Well, that's usually when the movies fail anyway. 
Yeah. Like the, re- the whole Resident Evil series. None of that had yeah. any yeah, there was nothing. or anything there to was it. Nothing. And There's... sadly, that's about to hit the billion dollar threshold for gross revenue. It is? Yeah. The new one. Yes, it or is. Just the whole series. The, the new one. The, no, no, no. The whole the whole series. Oh, uh, okay. But, but still, for a movie franchise, that's that's a big deal. I mean, they've had like 15, so that's like 7 million uh, per or something. No, I think there's been like 8. I think they're Six? on. I think they're actually on seven now. I think they've seen it go outside. And, it feels and, like there's well, been so many. The more. final chapter is hopefully doing that. Yeah, but fr- Friday Thirteenth did the same thing. It's yeah, the, I know. And then they right. brought Jason right. back. Right, you just have more and more. Yeah. How many Black you know. Sabbath farewell tours can we? Because well, if it makes if it makes the scratch, then they're going to continue doing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it would be nice if they could make something that's a little bit you know closer to what they originally wanted to do with Resident Evil, but unfortunately. You know, it's like the lowest common denominator seems to control these movies mm. and their success. It's kind of like the games. It's sad that uh, Resident Evil 7 is a game Chris and I have both been playing. And uh, I thoroughly enjoy it. I think it's a great return to form for the series. Great return to heart. But sadly, um, it's so far it's only reported that it shipped 2.5 million units. Mm. And it needs to hit, by the end of March, 4.5 million to be successful. The series so far is doing pretty good. It's shipped 75 million units. Um, but Resident Evil 5 and 6, which were terrible, mm-hmm. had outsold Resident Evil 7 in their first month of performance. And it, it's kind of sad that even the games universe, people want more something more along the lines of Call of Duty than traditional horror. That's, uh, because I think, I think instead of just regular... Um, I think just regular uh, fans of the series are into something completely... They're they're in uh, so f- original fans like you and I are into this like slower kind of burning right. kind of game, w- which was this first Resident Evil really was, um, but fans so fans of gaming have changed even over the years because Call of Duty been... like started pulling in a lot of different people yeah. like people that used to when I was in high school at least made fun of people who played video games. Yeah, now they're... Now they're big yeah. into Call of Duty. It's yeah. a and I met five-year-old girls that play Call of Duty. That's what I'm saying. I wag on my finger at their parents. But so if it's a game that's similar to Call of Duty, it's going to do. It's going to make a lot of money because they don't know what they're getting. You know, yeah, and then, and then, I guess there's the whole issue of accessibility, where those games are basically just move forward and pull a trigger. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You know, they're. Well, wasn't there an issue? I can't remember if I was talking to you guys or someone else about it, or someone someone told me. That uh, they, the people who created the game, wouldn't allow that storyline to go in the movie. Like they, they were like, "This is our story. Like it's not for the movie." Do you guys know anything about that? Or, well, no. I, I mean, was this like from from back when they were making the original? What I think so. I think it was referring. I mean, to the I I had always heard that Romero had an idea for the movie and he wanted to make. Not even Resident Evil. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, because originally Romero was attached to it, and it was oh, going to wow. be very close to. Resident Evil 1 and 2. Okay. And it was going to kind of basically be a retelling of the Spencer Mansion, and, you know, there, there was going to be an emphasis on zombies, but some of the monsters, and they okay. just they couldn't get an agreement over um, the end product. Mm-hmm. I think they wanted something more action-oriented, and, well, that's what they did with the, the first Resident Evil movie and the whole underground umbrella facility. and Yeah, I mean, a know. solid standalone movie, but not... Not really worthy of Resident Evil movies, I guess. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil movies. My other favorite movies, we pr- I think we pretty much talk- talked on all of them, and I hadn't even really decided what my five were. I mean, I already mentioned 28 Days Later and Dawn of the Dead. 
I would probably I would probably throw both Night of the Living Dead's on there too, the Romero and the in the Savani Savini. Now that we, now that you mention it, and I I might round it out with Zombieland to be honest with you. Zombieland was such a good probably movie. probably I think I think so. I mean you know Shaun of the Dead is I mean that's worthy of the list too. It's pretty close. I like Zombieland more. Um, uh, it w- it's not in my top ten or anything, but I also just you know we're talking about remakes and stuff and you know modern versions and you know Romero remakes. The 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 newest version of the Crazies is a solid film. I'd recommend if you like zombie zombie yeah, crazy. check out. Timothy Oliphant was the main guy. You know Justified. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The Crazies. There was it was a, the original Romero. I remember very little about. I remember I watched. It was just it seemed like another Romero. Just kind of you know dry, basically huh. a zombie movie, slightly different zombies. Did I ever see that? And uh, the new one, it was solid. It was good. How new is it? Five years, six years, something like that, maybe. Oh, maybe sure. I did see it. I can't yeah. remember. It was good I stuff. I look it up. It was good stuff. Um, but the we... zombie genre is just so huge right now because of Walking Dead. Mm. Of course, they made a show on uh, sci-fi. That, I don't know if you've ever watched it. What the hell is, is that show Planet called? Planet V or something? Or... Something like that. Or... Something like that. The... Um, it, it's, it's Planet Z? Planet Z. Yeah, yeah. I've seen ads for it, but I haven't actually seen I've the show. I've seen... I think, I think I saw an episode of that about a year ago, and it. I definitely would be willing Z to... Z Nation. Yeah, that's it. So I That's probably it. worth watching. My, my dad, he's pretty big on watching... He'll, he'll pretty much watch any television show and give it a chance. I mean, isn't I, that kind of like a Shaun of the Dead Zombieland kind of thing where it tries it's, to blend comedy with action? Yeah, it's, well, I guess you could say that, but it's Not really just comedy. bizarre. It's a very bizarre yeah, I guess Like, people have special powers Like a in weird it. tone. Oh, do they? I don't yeah, there's like that. special powers that people might have and stuff like that. It's really crazy. I tried watching a couple episodes with my father. I think I did watch a full episode, and I just didn't understand how he could watch it. Okay. It's like watching. It's too disjointed. It's like watching a sci-fi network movie that comes on, okay. and it's just like, oh my god! Like you have to really trudge through it. You know, it's very <laughs> boring and uh, bland. Um, it's similar to that, but apparently it has a following because people are watching the crap out of it. Yeah, I mean, the episode I watched it seemed it seemed pretty decent. Um, it made me interested enough to be willing to watch it again, but I haven't since then. So I guess that's a statement. And there was just a lot of action, a lot of characters going on. So maybe I call it a better episode than you. With that said, I can still see what you mean. How it's, I mean, it, it is kind of just white noise almost because there is so much else going on and it's not well. It's dead. like, hey, Z- uh, Walking Dead did well, so let's just go ahead and try to do something. <laughs> Pretty much, you know. No, I'm surprised there aren't more zombie shows out there um, these days. You know, trying to, to imitate. Right. Yeah. You know, like right. I'm surprised that a uh, Walking Dead has the reach that it does, and people's moms and grandmas and. Ants and greatest CBS zombie. Well, that's what well, that's, oh, that's 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 what I was. I, I mean, they terrible. have iZombie, but that thing's weird on the CW. But yeah, like I'm surprised CBS or NBC in a, a ratings oh, grab attempt God. hasn't tried to do. Like, I don't. Th- I, don't of, I think a lot of a lot of these um, uh, companies don't try to do that because they know of the success of Walking Dead. And how could they reach it? Because Walking Dead has you got something so, on weeknights. Then Walking Dead has gotten yeah, but they can't really show as much as Walking Dead. They're they're yeah, but limited. You th- but you think about the audiences, like you know, your grandma. I guess I, I just they, think they don't want to see that sort of stuff. I think it's one of those things that's just a sinking ship. They know they can make it and it could be okay, but it it's not going to do a walk. It's From not going to be producers of the new Miami Vice and the new yeah. MacGyver. Well, the mo- the shows that they come out with that seem like very sci-fi and a lot of fun, like CBS. 
they never last. They don't execute. Ne- not even that they don't execute. It just doesn't last. It's the fanfare is yeah. Fox. Sometimes they don't even air. Right. Yeah. Ooh. Well, I mean, there's a show that came on Fox years and years and years ago, right around the time of Firefly. It was called John Doe, and it was about this dude who just like kind of showed up and he didn't know what the deal was, but he was what where he came from or anything about his past. But he was really smart and he knew how to do all these things and he didn't understand why. Almost like a born identity. Yeah. But it was almost like he was alien or something. Okay. And it went on for a, a season and just gone. Yeah. I loved it, but it went away. But shows like that never make it. Mm-hmm. They don't. And Walking Dead, I don't know. I, I think it just happened to grasp horror fans, comic book fans. It just it was all the right notes and it just took. Well, off. plus I think with with uh, cable, you know, the the difference between cable and network is on network you can say well this show isn't doing very good for network whereas amc brings in an audience and it can be a couple million viewers this show is doing great for cable yeah right and you know that's 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 the big difference you know because firefly had a huge following and brought in a decent amount of ratings but uh that's me well we'll just have to see what they do with uh you know all these zombie franchises especially the Walking Dead. I, I'm interested to see how tomorrow's episode will play out. Yeah. <clears throat> I hope it's a good one and it's not one of those episodes. Typically, they open with something like a loud bang. Yeah. Something really crazy. Mm-hmm. Either really crazy or just well thought out. And then you go into those episodes where it just drones and drones. Yeah. And drones. So It's the um, mid-season premiere, yeah. so it should should have some I'm bang to it. Awesome. Their, their best episodes are when they kind of do... Um, you know, little little bits of story for each mm-hmm. segmented character, or well, each group, I yeah. guess we, right. we should say. And their worst episodes are when they focus on, uh, you know, lesser characters like the well, like we said in that last episode, giving Tara the whole episode. And mm. and I tend to find while Carol's story is kind of interesting, if it makes for a whole, if it's a whole episode, it's it's not. Yeah, we want more. We want you to know, see what Rick and what, company are doing. You know, I hope they continue with those those episodes that are they kind of like the um, the Tarantino esque. Yeah, the vignettes, the vignettes, the interweaving yeah. storylines. Exactly, and that's that's what they should do for the whole season. I think right. it'd be yeah. successful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so I much think, going on that they really don't need one. There's a couple one off episodes that have been good in the past. Yeah. But the Morgan one was good. Yeah, I thought the Morgan and, one. And the other Morgan was one good. where Rick and Michonne and uh, Carl went to visit him when the clear episode. That oh, was, yeah. That was a that phenomenal. Was a good that was but, a really good episode. But then again, it was Rick and Morgan in it, so maybe right. that had something to do with it. In fact, right. Rick was was the principal character there. Well, I agree with Jordan. I hope they do uh, one episode of who Negan was in the past. That'd be and cool. And kind of, I don't know, kind of flesh out him as a character. Mm-hmm. Because him previously being a gym teacher is pretty hilarious. Yes. <laughs> but there's also some, um, you know, with, with Lucille, his wife, and her being ill. Right. Um, uh, I don't want to spoil that, but I guess you can kind of see where it goes. Right. Um, there is, unlike unlike the governor, there is a sense of humanity to who Negan was. Okay. You know, and that's that's what I think makes him a very three-dimensional character in, in, the, in the books. Um, and... Um, you know, like he, in a recent issue, gave his wife a proper burial. Finally, he wasn't <laughs> hanging on to her body or anything, but you know, he apologizes to her for naming a fucking baseball bat after her. Mm, and, interesting. Uh, interesting. Yeah, he he still loved his wife, and there there's they said there's there's a lot of layers to who he is. Yeah. Um. Even though he's a vile, disgusting guy, mm-hmm. he's got the charisma and he's he's got depth, and you know. 
I think that's what makes him so interesting and yeah. why he's stuck around since issue 100. Yeah, and a villain with an ideology lasts so much more than just, oh, I'm here to be evil and do evil. And right, and it makes things. them less disposable. Yeah. And having a villain of the week, it just it does not have the same impact. Yeah, and this series doesn't lend itself to that. I, I, I love the look on my aunt's face when she was like, I hate Negan, I can't wait for Rick to kill him. And I was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, buckle up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think they're going to get him. I think they're going to get him in the first episode. Like, no. I really no. wanted this whole season just to be a complete beatdown. That's all I wanted. Yeah. I they're thought probably, that was good. They're probably worried. Because you know why? Scare away a lot Next of season would be great to see a, like, kind of a revenge kind of thing going on. Yeah. A slow burning, you know, revenge. Um, I mean, I honestly agree with you. I feel like they could draw out the beatdown, make it the whole season. I mean, if Negan's... I really think they have to, because when the when the characters finally rise up against Negan, it'll mean that much more. Yeah, I guess they still, even though I guess they'll have some plottings and doings in the in the background, but yeah, they'll still continue to get beat down. Absolutely. So they gotta yeah bring it down even more before that, you know, the revenge. It just makes me wonder who's tone. dying next, who's gonna get killed. You know, all those big questions start. Start adding, you know, piling up and all that kind of crap. Well, Sasha's got a new TV show, so oh. she might be Well, one. see you later, Sasha. She might be one. Well, nice <laughs> we'll see. And you're definitely not the new Andrea since they combined Andrea and Michonne into one character, so. All right, yeah. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Well, I guess we'll have to find out tomorrow on tomorrow's yeah. episode. Come back uh, next week or whenever soon see what does, we have to say. Does anybody else wish they had, like, uh, the guy that did the... Uh, Next time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How much does yeah, he cost? Walking Dead. Heck yeah. I don't know. They got a pretty good guy on there. Yeah. Last time on But he's the same. Dead. He's the same guy that does Better Call Saul. And, yeah, I know. Yeah. He's he just the he's guy. the AMC next time guy. I guess I have maybe I haven't heard that. I watch all of my Walking Dead on Amazon. Maybe oh, they okay. don't say that. I'm pretty sure they still yeah, have the scenes, but yeah, maybe they don't. Are, maybe they don't even bother. I think those are just those are just done by AMC. Yeah. You know, I, I love that, that the new season is going to be on Netflix or, of course, on Blu-ray, DVD. But it's going to include all of the... What did Negan... Or, um, what's Jeffrey D. Morgan, he said it on Howard Stern. Yeah, I think they call it, like, the fuck-off tapes or something like that. Oh, yeah. nice. So basically, they throw in all of the vulgarity in the episode that's... It's cut. Ooh. It's cut for TV. So it's going to be uncut <laughs> version. So it's probably going to be nice. awesome. Yeah, the episode yeah, yeah. suddenly gained five minutes of fucks. Yeah, that's exactly. Awesome. So I, that's what I'm looking forward to is watching it again yeah. with, with all that included. That's in cool. It. It's different than like a deleted scene addendum. Like I like it when it's all mixed in too. Uh-huh. Like that's always so much better. I think the it's director's gonna be, cut. It's gonna almost gonna be like watching a completely different. It's gonna be weird know. when the FCC allows them to say "fuck on cable." Yeah, the, the word has lost its impact. And, and then you'll have, like, these shows, like, uh, now it's funny cartoons, like, if you watch American Dad or Rick and Morty or Adventure Brothers, it's shit, 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 shit. And South Park had that episode when they first could say it on Comedy Central. They could say it after 10, and now, like, Adult Swim has allowed their shows to do it, and it's just like, wow, there's a whole lot of shit going on these back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much for coming to the table with us again, folks. We appreciate your attention and hope this enhanced your experience as a beautiful human animal, or at least a little. To get this in every show on our network, subscribe to Better Health and World on Podcast Addict or iTunes. Check out our flagship program, Better Health and World, also known as the Better Health Cast, where I break down food, good habits, the human mind, the nature of existence, anything and everything to do with maximizing the human experience. The Better Fight Cast, to get your tightest coverage of what's probably the best purest sport you can follow, mixed martial arts with my MMA historians. There's also a better movie cast out there, better sports cast out there, and there will be more better hero cast coming up soon. We love you guys and girls. Oh, wait. Follow 
Jordan at the Original Zero, me at Matthew J. Better, and thank Chris Gass for hosting us in the gas hole. We love you guys and girls. Peace. Executive producers always trying to put their fingers in the pool. Oh my gosh.